Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. We all go through testings because we all go through seasons. No condemnation in Christ. God just loves us so much. Hello everybody. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Today is a great day, a day the Lord has made, and we're going to be speaking about today acts of love and the effect on us. In a lot of time, when we think about acts of love, we think of how we should love to other people, but we do not always think about how it also helps us as well as people. So I'm going to be looking at 1 Samuel 24, I'll read from verses 8 to verses 15, and I will stop there. And as a preamble to say is that um, this is where, you know, David spared Saul's life. So I won't read the part where David went to cut off Saul's coat. I read that in the past, in a couple of other episodes. But I want to read from verses 8 where, you know, David had a conversation with Saul after he had cut off part of his coat. And so we're going to read from 1 Samuel 24, 8 to 15. I'm reading the NIV version. Please join me in reading. I always say that it's very important to read as well directly because it helps, you know, verses stick compared to hearing me speak. So I quickly read and Holy Spirit, please take control of this episode. Holy Spirit, help me to deliver this episode as you have placed in my heart. Help me to interpret your words and deliver it to people, all of you. Use me, Lord, as a vessel, every part of my being, every fiber of me, Lord, to deliver your message to your people in Jesus' name. Amen. And for everybody, Lord, that listens this episode, that they're going to be blessed. And I also pray that, Lord, you speak to them individually about their, their own specific you know, situations that you, you're, you're, you're leading them and speaking to them about in Jesus' name. I pray for that they learn. I pray that we all hear and on every single time it makes us better Christians, better people, and we grow more and more in you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So first Samuel 24, 8 to 15. Then David went out to the cave, out of the cave, and this is where after he had seen Saul and called of his coat. So I continue. Then David went out of the cave and called out to Saul. My lord, the king, when Saul looked behind him, David bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. Wow. He said to Saul, Why do you listen when men say, David is bent on harming you? This day you have seen with your own eyes how the Lord delivered you into my hands in the cave. Some urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not lay my hands on my Lord because he is the Lord's anointed. See, my father, look at this piece of your robe in my hand. I cut off the corner of your robe but did not kill you. See that there is nothing in my hand to indicate that I am guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion. I have not wronged you or you are haunting me to take my life. May the Lord judge between you and me, and may the Lord avenge the wrongs you have done to me, but my hand will not touch you. As the old saying goes, from evildoers come evil deeds, so my hand will not touch you. It's powerful. 
Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Who are you pursuing? A dead dog? A flea? May the Lord be our judge and decide between us. May he consider my case and uphold it. May he vindicate me by delivering me from your hand. And I stop here. You know, there is no way in how God will not bless David for what he just did. You see, that saying, from evildoers come evil deeds, so my hand will not touch you, is very powerful. It's very powerful. It's very realizing that if I react to you the way you have read to me and being you, it's a very tough, tough one to think about. We can rename this episode, Don't Let Them Change Who You Are. Don't let the people, the souls in one's life, in however form or shape these souls have come through, change who you are and who I am as people. Because that's where we win. Remember that I said in, in episode two ago that the testing is not about the other people. It's a testing for us. Yes, they are players in, you know, the game where we need to, you know, win. For example, or players in the situation. But the testing is how we, how our heart is reacting to them. We see that David showed an impeccable example of how to remain in love despite all. There's a saying that I saw in my Bible, and I like to read it because I think it's very powerful as well. It says, make many acts of love, for they set the soul on fire and make it gentle. Make many acts of love, for they set the soul on fire and make it gentle. And you see, it's not just about how us showing love helps other people, but how it makes our heart gentle. Because we respond in love. Because we show love. It's a decision we have to, to make. Because the love I'm saying is not, it's not a love of feelings. It is the love of the actual love. In First Corinthians 13, love is kind. Love is long-suffering. Love does not um, um, get to account of wrongdoings. Love is not boastful. That is the love that I'm referring to here. And this statement was made by Rhonda and it's in the bible that i use and i found it was very powerful here we are with david right he came face to face with saul that had been trying to kill him that had sent that brought three thousand men to actually come and look for david to kill him he had tried so many ways and he was determined he had even forgotten his own kingship as in actually helping and protecting the people he had left that part to focus on killing david and here we see David came face to face with this soul. Just let's think about it. Imagine someone is trying to kill somebody. And you come face to face with the person. And killing may not necessarily be, for you or me, it may not be actual physical killing. It may be someone trying to stab us behind our backs, you know, with words or whatever. There are many ways, you know, killing may result. Or the, the killing may mean in our respective lives. But you see... David came head on head with this person that was about to kill him. And instead of him to react in a justifiable way of trying to even, you know, kill him, he decided to spare his life. Not only did he spare his life grudgingly, he didn't even do that grudgingly. He now came out and tried to speak to Saul in the most amazing way. Because he understood that, in as much as Saul has been trying to kill him, 
Saul was God's anointed. Anointed both by proclamation and by divine anointing. And because he knew of that, he had to obey God. So even though God delivered Saul in his hand, he could not touch him because he was God's anointed. Now, that's one, one caution. Now, even in this, David was still showing love. He showed Saul kindness by not seeing or killing him. And in addition to that, even when he spoke to Saul, he was saying, even at the point, he was calling him my father, my king, my lord. He was saying those things so highly of Saul that his words were not torn despite him speaking to the man that was trying to kill him. Honestly, I don't know how David went through this. Well, obviously, when you read the Psalms, you know that he was lamenting to God. He was praying, you know, hard prayers to God. Well, you can see that. In his outward, you know, speaking, his outward self, he was constantly showing Saul adulterated love. Because love is an action. The love I'm referring to here is an action. It's not a funny kind of love. It's an action. And so we decide whether or not to show love. God help us. You see that from evil doers come evil deeds, which means that if David chose to respond to Saul's evil intentions and evil plans and purposes with the same intent as Saul, he has a tendency to become Saul because he's doing the same evil deed, which means that in many cases where you have the victims and the, the offenders, so somebody is bullying somebody as an example, but in response to perhaps the bully, if we react out of love, we have a tendency. And now, love doesn't mean stand off yourself, no, because love does not celebrate wrongdoings. It's a different conversation. But then in response to fighting the bully, there's a tendency to be out of love, we end up becoming that bully because we are doing the same evil doing to the person who's doing to us. I hope that it's quite clear. And I'm happy to also repeat myself again. But in many cases, in a way to justify ourselves, to make things right by our own terms, we can easily move from the person that was victimized, like David, to become evildoer, like Saul. Because if David decided to kill Saul there and there, he has touched God's anointed, or automatically, he has disobeyed God, and he's acted out of love. But you see, because he was not only acting in love, he was also tending to his heart, such that he didn't need to do any evil. He let God handle Saul. I write here that this is why it's so important for God to justify us and not be hung up on justification and making things right. Because if we're so hung up in that and seeking justice, seeking that, you know, we get to our own market, we can easily end up being the one that is the offender, the one that is bullying, the one that is victimizing. I know it is hard to constantly choose love because bear in mind that it's an action. So we are deliberately saying we must choose love. We may not feel like it, but we have 
to choose to love. Very man, I said, if you look at the Psalms, when they was praying, you know, during this time, he was saying, God, divide my enemies. He was praying fervent prayers. But you see, when it got to the point where he, he met Saul directly, he fell in love because it was a decision he made. It was not based on his feelings. Many times, it is easy for us and probably to just react based on our feelings, which is understandable as human beings. But... The decision of loving or not is a decision that we have to take. Because if you say, okay, you know what? Because this person has been ex-wife dead to me, maybe it has been wicked to, to us, we have to be wicked to the person. How do we go about that? That means that we are becoming them by our little seemingly small actions. But if we decide to continue to show love, in the way First Corinthians has mentioned it, love is kind, love is patient, Love does not celebrate wrongdoings. Things like that, right? We are, again, making our heart gentle. We are also tendering to ourselves. We are making ourselves joyful because we are choosing the right thing. And we are happy about it. And guess what? We God will not bless David in his altar. Because he chose to obey God and act in love. That was it. When as Christians, right? Choosing love is so important because we are all ambassadors of Christ. Jesus chose love despite the fact of how many times they tried to kill him, they made him carry, carry the cross, they were laughing at him, they, they were giving tons of nonsense. He still died for us on the cross, even despite how they treated him. If Jesus was to react to one person and say, You, you have done this to me, I'm going to whatever, what I just has to do was to call Indian angels. That was the end of the conversation. But he still died on the cross for us so that we may live and we have eternal life. Even at that point, saying Jesus was not emotional. No, he was at the point. He screamed and said, God, God, why are you forsaken me? That was his heart. He was hurt by all things he was going. But he still showed them love in the process. You see the, see the difference between the feelings, the emotions, and the actions. God help us and thank you for listening to me today. I just pray God gives us the strength, even myself included, to continually show love to everybody despite whatever is happening to choose love because we are love and we show love and show love as the action as the bible says we should in jesus mighty name i pray thank you for listening to me today god bless you i love you bye